With each mortgage-free home, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. Heroes that put their lives on the line for all of us, risking their lives for our country and our communities. These heroes need your help now more than ever. Help America's heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, El Robles. Hey, how's it going, guys? Episode 52. Edward, we're one week away from our one-year anniversary. Nice. Yeah, we are. It's pretty, it's a pretty big moment. And it's also a big moment in, I guess, in the MLS and Dynamo, I think. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that, Edward. I really do. This was not scripted. This was not scripted at all. (laughs) What's his name? Mac, Mac Jordy? Eh, close enough. Mac, Mac, eh, close enough. It's Matt Jordan. You know what? He deserves, okay. he deserves to be mis- mispronounced. So, I mean, <laughs> but yes, that's correct. After seven, more than seven seasons, Matt Jordan is finally no longer the general manager of the Houston Dynamo. And Hector is rocked to his core by it, if you can tell. Rock. That was supposed to be my sarcasm accent or yeah, my I, sarcasm voice. Yeah, I could tell. I could definitely tell on that one. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's obviously a, a giant sigh of relief for me because this man has been, I mean, you guys, a few episodes ago, you heard the rants. You, you heard how I feel about, about Matt Jordan. The guy's been here for seven seasons. He's part, he's, he's, he's been a part of the two longest playoff droughts in the Dynamo's history. I mean, what else do you have to Technically, since he took over as general manager, the team has gone down to shit. So, I mean, there's no coincidence. I think not. So. And ever since then, we've also gone through like a freaking revolving door of managers. So, I mean, you know, obviously Dominic Kinnear, uh, Coyle, uh, Juan, uh, Juan, Wilmer Cabrera, Juan Cabrera. <laughs> I don't know. Damn. Wilmer Cabrera. And of course, now Tab Ramos, which things aren't looking good on his part either. 
But uh, I think maybe I can I can probably give him the benefit of the doubt because you know obviously he had Matt Jordan as his general manager. Maybe if they bring in a, G- a GM that's competent, or maybe just let Tab Ramos. Because ironically enough, the last time the Dynamo were successful was when Dominic Kinnear, who was was the who was the first manager for the Houston Dynamo, was also doing the general manager job. And I mean, mm-hmm. well, you know, two well four MLS Cup appearances was in the playoffs plenty of times. I mean, if if you were to, I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, technically, that's essentially what what managers do anyways in Europe. I mean, yes, you have the president that kind of helps also with transfers, but I mean, you know, most of the time the managers get a say on who who they bring in, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's it's a it's 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 a giant sigh of relief, honestly. Um, the Dynamo are still bad. I mean, they're they're dead last in the Western Conference, but this this feels good knowing that. And who knows who's going to be the next general manager of the Dynamo? I mean, there's been you're seeing some former Dynamo players kind of. Brad Davis being one that's, that's I don't know if he's really actually throwing his hat in the in the ring, but I mean I would definitely wouldn't be against Brad Davis or well to be honest if I had to pick somebody I'd say Pat Onstan, and that's the only reason why is because one former Dynamo player, but I mean look look what he's done so far with Columbus Crew. I don't think he's the general manager of the Columbus Crew, but I know he's done some things with the Columbus Crew. So I mean Dynamo Dynamo legend, part of the the two MLS Cup championship teams. Um, I think that's a that's how that's how you get the fans back on them. So yeah. I think that's a it's a it's a great it, right now it's just even though the the dynamo are where they are, it just it feels good now knowing that you got that monkey off your back. So it, it's just a and I know everyone's over like probably over here listening like, man, you're really happy that somebody lost his job. Look, this is sports. Like it it's sports. Really, honestly, that's what it is. It's just the fact that like if someone's not doing a good job, they gotta go. Uh, I mean, that's 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 anywhere. But I mean, like, yes, I'm happy that the man lost his job. I think he's still going to be very well off for himself. I mean, I'm sure he's 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 probably better than most people that normally get fired, at least on the finances side. I mean, he was a GM for seven years. I'm sure he's collect. I'm sure I'm pretty sure he took good care of his money. Um, But (laughs) yeah, like, I mean, like, I wouldn't I don't feel bad for a millionaire, but I mean, I'll feel bad like. If if Edward lost his job, I'd feel bad for him because I mean, you know, that's my only, yeah, <laughs> that's my only income there, sir. Exactly. So, so or hey, man, maybe the maybe Dynamo go go after uh, Jeff Lou now, you know, since since he's not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let him think. I mean, he said he's interested in soccer, so that'd be that'd, that'd be, be cool. Yeah, right. Maybe maybe just the fact that you hear Jeff Lou now, there's gonna be more Dynamo fans. But um, right. But yeah. So that that has happened, and, and that's great. Now, I also want to say something as well, and I, I'm going to give a shout-out to the After Extra Time podcast. Uh, it's an English Premier League podcast that is hosted by uh, Stuart Kavanaugh. He is uh, an Aussie. Um, but I am actually going to be in his uh, one of his episodes uh, just as a guest. Uh, he, 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 was, he basically was... Um, asking for for a little collaboration. He just wanted a shout out, but I was like, I'll do one better. I'll be in your I'll be in one of your episodes and we'll even give him a we'll, we'll we'll promote him also on our social media so, you know, like help people grow, you know, if you know, like you want to, you know, you know, push it forward, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But yeah, shout out to him. I listen to his podcast. He's 
very informative. I actually do like what he's, uh, he says a lot of good stuff, uh, as far as like, he's strictly English premier league. He doesn't talk. Uh, I mean, maybe he dabbles in with everything else, but specifically the podcast is English premier league. So, uh, looking forward to it. Um, I, it, it was a good showing. So I, I definitely appreciate, uh, Stuart for giving, uh, hitting us up and now, uh, being able to do a collaboration with him. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, like you said, push it forward, like, or pay it forward. Yeah. There um, you, go. you know, <laughs> I, that, <laughs> but, I think that's what I was trying to say, but thank you Edward, for, for yeah. recovering. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, just like, you know, just how we appreciate everybody that's, Giving us the, the time, giving us the effort, giving us a little push. I mean, anything we can do to help out like a fellow, you know, somebody who's doing basically, they're trying to put their name out there as well. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. All right. Now, I do want to keep gloating about Matt Jordan being fired. And I mean, I'll probably sprinkle it in every once in a while during the episode. So kind of how, basically, I'm, this is my Mex- this is my USA beating Mexico moment. So, this is so here. So you're probably going to hear it throughout the episode, but you know what? Let me have it. I, I need, I need to win. Okay. I know I'm still a Real Madrid fan. Like Real Madrid is my club and, and you know, Arsenal's doing what Arsenal's doing. Um, so I need these, win- these little moral victories. Okay. Let me have it. Let me have it. I work at Target, damn it. <laughs> so I was like, no, that was random. <laughs> but yeah. We're trying over here. We're trying over here. <laughs> right. But yeah, we got, we actually do have a very packed episode. We do have something going on with the coaching uh, world. Hey, I mean, obviously this episode drops on Friday. So the, the, the transfer window is officially closed and we'll, we'll definitely cover the ones that we missed, uh, obviously from transfer deadline day, but we'll let you know what's going on with these transfer rumors because a lot has happened. Uh, and what's crazy in a span of, of just a week. Um, we got some headlines. Of course, we got to talk about the big headline. I mean, if you guys look at the thumbnail of this episode, you kind of know what we're talking about. A debate topic that kind of covers <laughs> what we're talking about here. Actually, it's not so much of a, it's kind of a bring back debate topic because we did have this debate topic before. But um, now that the dust is officially settled, now it's time to bring this back and, and finally have, or I guess that the closure, if you will, on that on that debate topic. Game recaps, players of the week. We will be pre- previewing Europa League because that's coming up. And also, obviously, if we're covering Europa League next week, we're covering Champions League. So be excited for that. And also be on the lookout for Unhinged FC because that's 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 coming back up. So and we're. Yeah. And we're coming, get ready with those hot takes from you. Yeah, right. We, we, we need more, we need more Timo <laughs> Werner. Timber Warner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously give you guys some games to look forward to for this coming weekend. It is the international break. So that means one thing and one thing only. The MLS doesn't care and they're going to keep playing their games. So <laughs> that's honestly what it is. Um, and, and WSL's action is still going on as well, but we'll also. It's international break. We have World Cup qualifiers. So there are some some really juicy World Cup qualifiers that I think you should keep your eyes on. Um, yes, there's some bias for, as far as CONCACAF, but you know what? We covered we covered majority of it. So so there's that. Um, and then wrap things up with a three up, three down. Obviously, we have done the English Premier League. We've done Serie A. We've done Bundesliga. We've done Ligue 1. What's all that's missing, Edward? 
Um, I'm trying to think. Hold on. Am I, um, dang it. You can count. Hold on. You can count. So we say Ligun, Serie A, Bundesliga, EPL, right? We did EPL, right? Yeah, yeah, we did that. Okay, so La Liga. There we go. There we go. I had to use my fingers just like my kids. Like, one, two, three, four. <laughs> but yeah, so we will be doing our 3-0-3 down on La Liga's jerseys for this season. And it, it's kind of hard, man, because I do like La Liga's jerseys. I think... It, okay, Edward, tell me, uh, tell me what you think. The best jerseys by far to me were Syria. Yeah, they have really, really nice ones. I mean... I think Serie A is the one that probably has the dominate. Dom, I think it's because um, they have like a, a wider ones. a wider range of brands. Or at least maybe brands, just... But also, but also even like, I guess, well, I can't really see their color schemes because I think everybody has like their fair share. They have the third kits and stuff like that. That's true. I think it's just Venetia just with that with that crazy Louis Vuitton look that they had. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, I think Serie A definitely had it. I think... I think La Liga's definitely has some good jerseys, but um, I think that it's very clear which ones are the good ones and which ones are just meh. So, right. So there's that. But yeah, so we got a good show coming for y'all and we can't wait to get to it. So we'll go ahead and take a break. You guys are going to hear an ad and we'll get going with this episode. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And we, we are, are Insert Name FC. FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on UnhingedSN.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We will see you there. And we are back. Make sure you guys take full advantage of our great partners. Links are in our bio. There's our link tree. Go ahead and you'll see, one, how you can listen to us, uh, belly up, and all our great partners that we are part of. So make sure you guys take full advantage of them because obviously you, you do that. You help us out so you can give you guys a better yes. product on this podcast. Yes. yes. yes sir. We yes. can actually get our own yes. studio, bring out, yes. bring down Spencer. Yes. And, you know, yes. maybe, maybe it used yes. to be our full time jobs yes. and you can actually yes. be a full time producer, yes. have his own little studio yes. there. You know, we, we, we all dream. We all dream. We all have dreams. All right. All right. It's going, there's actually some things to talk about as far as the, in the managerial side. Uh, spectrum and apparently there's some there's some rumors that Pep Guardiola could be leaving Man City. Yeah, I mean, um, that it's uh, I don't know. It's uh, I'm it's, trying. It's crazy. I'm trying it's to think. To did think. Pep ever win a Champions League with Bayern Munich? Yeah. Did he? Oh no, Ancelotti yeah. was the one that didn't win a Champions League. Yeah, Pep did. Like, dude, that's Pep right. was in there. Like, and it was like, that's the thing. That's when they offered him, like, here, sign here. We just give us a number and we'll give you this check. Doesn't matter. And then, yeah, I guess he's, he liked the team that he was with. Like, he liked the team that, okay, you know, I can win with this. So, yeah. I just, I just think, I just think that's it. Uh, wait. Let me see. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Wikipedia. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the best way to look at at these, right? I just look at the team and then the coach. I'm pretty sure he does have the Champions League besides Barcelona. Let's see. Let's see. 
Uh, no, he does. He does not have a Champions League title. With Bayern? Nope. Yeah, yeah. So he has he has three Bundesliga titles, two uh, DFB Pokals, one UEFA Super Cup, and a FIFA Club World Cup. Damn. And Pep only has two Champions League titles, which was the 2008-2009 season, and then the 2010-2011. With Barca, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So he has he hasn't won a Champions League since. Damn. I'm here thinking that he did already. Shoot. It's okay, man. Players fuck up. You know, it's all good. All right. But yeah, so, I mean, the thing is with me is obviously Pep would like to finish it with a Champions League title, I think. I mean, he, I think, oh, yeah. he, I think he's done all that he could for Manchester City. The only thing he's missing is the Champions League title. Because, um, right. I mean, they won the league. They've won FA Cup. They've won... Uh, they won the the, the Carabao Cup. They've, they've, I feel like the, any cup that that is available in England, I, he's won it. The only thing that he hasn't won is is Europe. And I mean, he didn't even necessarily do that with Bayern Munich. And Bayern Munich is Bayern Munich. And, I mean, he had Lewandowski. So, I mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense as to why Man City has gone so hard this this period, this transfer period, you know, to give him some, you know, that. That extra thing that they're missing, which is not—it's crazy to think that that Man City is missing something because the team is damn near perfect. Um, oh yeah, even even without Jack Grealish, the team was already damn near perfect. So I mean, they—I'm sure they're trying to make something, um, but I think it's just the fact that Pep doesn't—I don't—I don't think Pep is a person that wants to stay that long with a club. Um, so I'm, maybe maybe a return to Barcelona. I mean, if if Coleman things if things with Coleman don't work out. Or maybe, mm. or maybe, uh, well, I mean, I don't know if Pochettino is at risk of losing his job anytime soon, but maybe he, he wants to try a different league. I mean, it could be. Um, I mean, it'd be cool with everybody, with all the crazy moves that happened during this summer, it would be pretty cool to see Pep, let's say, take the reins back in Barcelona. But the thing is, I don't think he would. I don't know where he would actually start. I would, I would love I, for him to go to AC Milan. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can build something with that. With the current Barcelona roster, though, not, I'm not exactly 100% sure that he could make it right now. He, he would have to literally be there one season and possibly the second season. To help rebuild the team, and when I mean rebuild, well, I, mean like- I mean if you think about it, when when Pep came in, well, for his his time for with Barcelona, he he was re utilizing La Masea. Yeah, I don't, I don't think La Masea, yeah, I don't think La Masea was being used as much before before uh, Pep came in, but then yeah. Pep Pep kind of basically went back to going back to those those foundations of of Barcelona, which was using La Masea. Um, and once again, like one of the things that I give Pep what the biggest plot for is that he's, I, I would, I used to give props to Barcelona, but now I'm kind of thinking maybe it was definitely Pep more and more and more, especially with some of the transfers yeah. that Barcelona's been making. But Pep was really smart about making some transfers. Like if he was going to go big, like he made sure it was a guy that would work for them. I mean, 
take it for what you want. So that doesn't didn't necessarily work for them because they didn't win the Champions League title. That's crazy thing. As great as a player as Zlatan Ibrahimovic is, he has never won a Champions League title. Um, yeah, but I mean, like he makes moves that that makes sense for him. Like if it's a big move, but obviously going into Man City where he's in a situation where he could just buy whoever he wants um, is kind of been a luxury for him. But if you really look at the team, you know, Kevin De Bruyne, I mean, he was, he was not necessarily a large transfer to that club. Uh, Raheem Sterling was probably like their one of their bigger signings. Um, but then you have Phil Falden, uh, Zinovich, Zinkovich. Uh, the left back, Zinchenko. 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 I don't know why I keep trying to add a bitch. I because don't, of I, don't know. I think because I mean he's Swedish, and I think of Ibrahimovic. But then again, Ibra, Ibrahimovic, I believe is is Bosnian. No, think, like, Ibrahimovic is Swedish. I know he's Swedish, but I think his family comes from from Bosnia, something like that. Maybe like they were immigrants. They had to be immig- They were immigrants or something like that. But um. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe Pep is, is, I feel like he, he's done all that, he's accomplished all that needs to be accomplished except for one thing. And I mean, that's obviously the Champions League title. But I mean, I think he can, he can walk away knowing that he leaves Man City in a good situation as long as nobody messes it up. But, um, I mean, we can see, we, we, we see two prime examples of when Pep leaves. I mean, you had, you had Barcelona, <laughs> um, which, was fine with a lot of the a lot of his successors, but you know now with their current situation, it's, it's honestly just because their financial their financial situations where they are. But um, yeah. but then you have Bayern Munich, who once again like great manager after great manager has been basically been staying afloat. True, true. But yeah, so it's interesting. I I think Pep, I I don't know what Pep's gonna do. No one knows what Pep's gonna do. Pep is. Pep is not necessarily like a, a bolstering type of person. So, um, but I mean, it's, it'll be yeah, interesting I mean, to see what it is. Think about it. Everybody was thinking that he was going to take the summer off when he ended up going to Bayern. You know what I mean? Everybody was like, oh, he's going to leave Barcelona. He's going to take the summer off and then he's going to decide what's going to happen. And that, no, that I, I'm going to go manage the biggest team in Germany. Pretty much, dude. I'm going to take the highest pressure job in Germany. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, it was totally random. Like, it just, it took me by surprise. You know, I was upset. I mean, you could tell. I, I, yeah, yeah, you already know how upset I was. I was upset. I was like, bro. Like, Was Robert Lewandowski already there? No. He, I think he was, uh, actually. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I think it was like his first year there. No, because he won a Champions League. No, no, wait. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, Pep never won a Champions League title with, with Bayern, but I mean, like, I'm, I think, yeah, no, I think he did have, I think Robert Lewandowski was already there. Um, I just remember, I just remember that Champions League final where it was Dortmund versus Bayern, and then that was when Goethe and, and, and Lewandowski both left to, to, yeah. to Bayern. Bayern. <laughs> yeah, oh, so. man, I was so pissed. Especially with Goethe, because I honestly, I, was, I held him in high regards. And now he's in PSB. Yeah, that's crazy, man. From so, winning the game, scoring the game-winning goal in the World Cup as a young, 20, I think it was like a twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, that's crazy. 
And now we're, I mean, he's not, it's not like he's in a bad situation. He's, he's playing for PSV. That's still a big club in, 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 just, in the Netherlands. Kinda, but, you just kind of have to, um, you just kind of have to put in, it out there in, injuries, for, for him. In, injuries yeah, his were injuries a thing. Is, his health in general. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Because, so, um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, well, we'll see what happens with Pep. I mean, no one knows what, what Pep's going to do. Only Pep. And I mean, sometimes even Pep doesn't even know what he's going to do. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that's, there's my joke of him, over, you know, overdoing the overdoing the tactics. So, yep. um, and then the other thing that's going on as far as managerial stuff going. So, you remember Gago, Edward? Yeah, Fernando Gago. Mm-hmm. Mm. He, is, he is rumored to be the next manager of Boca Junior. Talking about a high-pressure job. <laughs> Speaking of high pressure jobs, one of the definitely, I think, in my opinion, when it comes to South America, the most high pressure job in, in Latin America. Yeah, I probably say second is probably America, but yeah, Boca Junior. The the expectations are very high because the standard of Boca Junior, the players that have come out of Boca Junior, the players that have played in Boca Junior. Um, it's it's a high pressure job, and you know Argentina is a crazy league. You, you can't lose the River Plate. Everybody knows that. You, you just can't. Yeah, you cannot. You can't. Basically, they will want your head after that if you end up losing to River Plate. They'll want your head. But yeah, so I think it's interesting. I mean, Gago is Argentine. Argentine. Um, he's he's he, he was a really good player. He's a solid midfielder for Real Madrid. Um, part of the, I guess you could say part of that the Galacticos kind of near the tail end of the, of Los Galacticos. But I think uh, I think he could probably. I mean, I I'll honestly say my bias is that most time a midfielder or a goalkeeper, in my opinion, tend to be like the best managers. Could be wrong. I mean, Pep is a Pep was a defender. So I mean, yeah, he was a defender. Luis Enrique was a attacking midfield, I believe. Midfield still counts. Midfield still counts. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Ancelotti, I believe, was a midfield. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So he's gonna go into a very high intense situation. I don't necessarily know about Gago's like managerial career. I don't know if, who, what he, who or what teams he's managed so far. But I mean, for for Boca Junior to be interested in him, that's that's gotta be telling. Yeah, that's gotta let you know. Hey, this dude has it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. I mean, Boca Junior once again. That's one of those teams that like you, you gotta keep them afloat. You can't mess. You really can't screw this job up. Especially with the money that Boca Junior has, so you really can't screw it up, or at least you shouldn't. <laughs> you said, uh, I like how you said, hey, or at least you shouldn't. So there you go. So high, pre- high, high pressure job. All right, mm-hmm. everyone, let's get going with these transfers. All right, we're going to start things off with Cristiano Ronaldo wanting out of Juventus. Ooh, the drama. That's a big one. Starts. <laughs> uh. Federico Valverde signs an extension with Real Madrid, and Real Madrid went ahead and thrown out a one billion release clause. Damn. I mean, I'm not saying that. Yeah, well, Valverde is a very good player. I mean, I don't know. One hundred million release clause, though. One billion. One bi- One billion. Yeah. So they they really don't want any. T- I mean, they really don't want anybody. To make an offer for Valverde, which is good because I mean, I feel like he's a player that they do need to keep around, especially where what where Luka Modric and Tony Cruz are as far as their age goes. Um, 
to me, especially right now, if you're, you're seeing a little bit more of like Valverde, Casemiro, and Isco in that midfield, which honestly, I like seeing that. I like that Ancelotti's using Isco. I kind of had a feeling that Ancelotti would be using Isco. I'm not entirely sure if it's just because of the fact that Modric and Tony Cruz aren't at 100%. But, I mean, the way Isco's been playing, it's going to be very hard for Luka Modric to, to, to lead, especially with the form. It's going to be very hard for him to... To, to get in front of, of Isco the way he's been playing so far. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and you know, me, you know me, I hold Isco in high regard. So. Yeah. Weird how this was about Valverde and we basically turned it into Isco. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Valverde is a great player. I mean, he's, he's had very bright moments for Real Madrid so far. Very versatile as a player. I mean, we've seen him play in the wing, on the wing, we've seen him play right back and, and did very well at right back on his first time ever playing right back as, as a Real Madrid player. Uh, but I mean, most of it, he just holds it down in the midfield. So I, I definitely like to see Valverde staying. Yeah, okay. I know you would. Uh... Yeah. Uh, continuing with the with the extension talks, uh, Robertson has signed an extension to stay with Liverpool. Mm. One of those very smart Klopp signings that that a lot of people weren't entirely sure what they were getting from Robertson, but Klopp did, and I mean, it's paying off. Um, Zappa Costa, oh, what? No, I was saying, I was like, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you were about to say something about Zappa Costa, but yeah, Zappa Costa is set to move to Atalanta. Okay. Yep. Uh, RB Leipzig interested in Moriba. Hmm. Uh, Real Madrid offer 170 million for Mbappe. Here we go. That's what. There you go. That's the that's the one that everybody's keeping an eye on right now. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Atletico Madrid to get Kuna for twenty six million. Uh, I think obviously okay. he just he just won the gold medal for Brazil. So um, there you go. Uh, Harry Kane is staying at Tottenham. Yeah, I mean that that was basically every, every all the time whenever we were trying to figure out what was going to happen. That uh, was exactly it. So, because of that, obviously, Man City was prepared to go all out for for Harry Kane. Well, they got to set their sights on another player, and that player is Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. I've said my piece. I mean, Edward, you didn't get to really say it because this was the episode where, where you know, I, it was just me, but I'm just saying, if you're Ronaldo's agent, tread carefully with this because this is going to piss off a lot of Man United fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if Man City does become the move. But there we go. Uh, Lucas Torreira to go on loan at Fiorentina. So, you know, he's another Arsenal player going elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, Zoom, and, and I like Torreira. Uh, Zuma signs to, uh, for West Ham for $29.8 million. So the Chelsea defender is now at West Ham. Uh, Oriozola is set to go on loan to Fiorentina. So, so Torreira is going to have a, have a buddy over there. Um, Tottenham interested in Weston McKenney. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bakayoko to go on loan at AC Milan. Which is actually his return to AC Milan because he was on loan over there as well. 
that's another just another player that goes on him and Bachuawi, like the two Chelsea players that constantly just go on loan. Damn. I don't know. I mean, I guess you can also best. you can also throw Bambiaska there as well. <laughs> That's he, he gets sent on uh, yeah. a lot too. <laughs> Damn, he does. Uh, oh, I think I I think I wrote this wrong. Okay, we're gonna skip yeah, that. One. Really we're gonna, we're gonna skip that one. Uh, David Luiz is eyeing a return to Benfica. Okay. Speaking of players said to return to their to their teams in Portugal, James Rodriguez is said to make a loan for Porto. Damn, seriously? Yep. I mean, I okay. guess I guess he's not part of uh, Rafa Benitez. Wow, well, I forgot Rafa Benitez was the manager of everything. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that kind of makes some sense though, because I don't think Rafa was really using James Rodriguez at all in, in yeah. Real Madrid as well. Thank good God, I'm glad that didn't that didn't work out. <laughs> um. Casemiro signs a new deal to stay at Real Madrid. So Real Madrid is definitely trying to keep some of their younger players, uh, locking them down. So Casemiro, another very important player for that for that for that uh, midfield, especially in the defensive side. Uh, Real Madrid are prepared to let go of Eden Hazard to make room for Mbappe. I uh, kind of saw that coming. Thank God. Uh, I know you. I know you're excited about that. That's the case. Uh, Eric, uh, no, uh, Christensen is set to sign a new deal to stay at Chelsea. Wait, is it Eric Christensen? No, it's not. Christensen. I, wow, that's going to bug me. But I, I think I think you got confused with uh, Christian Erickson. Erickson. That's what I'm thinking, but obviously that's a Chelsea. Uh, Christensen. You still, you still, you're still, you're still, yeah. I, mean, he's, uh, I think that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you're thinking about Inter Milan's uh, player. Let me see, Christensen. Anders Christensen, that's what I'm thinking. Weirdly enough, oh, oh, wait, no, that's not it. Oh, wrong, 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 wrong. This is, this is wrong player. Did I misspell him? Is it Christensen? Let me, just, let me just look up the Chelsea roster. <laughs> Make things easier for myself. This is this is Andreas Christensen. Andreas mm. Christensen. There we go. Okay. Well, there we go. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, he's he's set to stay with Chelsea. Tottenham is set to make a move for Sar of Mets. Um, Suzuko is to sign with Watford. So the, the Tottenham man is leaving uh, to go to Watford. Uh, Juventus is interested in Hazard. Damn, I I don't know what to say to that. Let you could you could totally have him. Let, let no, him be. I, uh, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I can, say no, no. He can wear number seven. <laughs> no. Uh, you, Hell no. So uh, maybe this will make you feel better. Juventus. Uh, Agreed to re-sign Keane. Uh, he, I know he's he's played with Everton. He was he was actually with PSG last season on loan, um, but I do believe he was on at one point did have a loan at Juventus as well. But I mean, he's really good, a promising striker. Could possibly be like someone in training to to be up top. So I think it's a good move. 
Bergie Vents is there. And he's Italian, so. Uh, Triori is determined to complete a Tottenham move. First time I ever heard someone is determined to move to Tottenham. So, I mean, what would you rather do? The Wolves or Tottenham? I mean, I'd rather do anything than go to Tottenham. Mm, I don't know. I would not want to play for Tottenham. Maybe that's the factor they're missing. You don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. Tottenham's going to Tottenham. PSG is interested in Erling Haaland. Who isn't? (laughs) Yeah, right. Freaking bees. Dorman is interested in a loan for Hudson O'Doy. Yeah, I saw that. I'm, I think I think I could roll with that one. I mean, it, it's now it's now this thing that that Dortmund has for young English players. It's like a yeah. trend now. Like I mean, you got Bellingham, you got you. Got, well, you had Jaden Sancho. Maybe they're trying to like you know. Oh, we just lost our English player. Let's go get another English player. You know, keep, <laughs> right. keep you know keep their quotas going. Um, Ruben Diaz signs an extension with Manchester City till 2027. I mean, the guy had one hell of a season. One definitely deserves to get a, a, a payday. So, uh, guy earned it. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea signing Duyon Sterling goes on loan to Blackpool. I mean, he's obviously he's not part of Chelsea's plans right away. So, let him go on loan. Um, yeah, of course. So, Chelsea has failed to get Saul, and they also failed to get Kounde. So because of that, they are actually blocking any loan offers for Hudson Odoi. Damn. Well, we'll see what happens with Dorsman then. Yeah. Uh, Bayern Munich signed Sabitzer for $16 million from RB Leipzig. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Um, Bakayoko. Oh, well, we already mentioned that. He's going on loan today. Uh, Barcelona agree. $16 million for Moriba from RB Leipzig. So basically the money they got for Sabitzer. RB Leipzig is using it to go get Marie, but Damn, pretty much. <laughs> that is that is smart financing right there. Cause you literally you, you didn't gain anything, but you didn't lose anything. And you just got yourself yeah. a promising Lama Seya graduate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, RB Leipzig is out here playing checkers, bro. Playing chess while everybody's playing checkers. Uh Leeds United. Yeah. Is interested in Dan James of Manchester United. I mean, he's just, I, I don't I don't see Dan James breaking through Manchester United's uh, starting lineup. I mean, that's just what yeah. happens. Uh, Jordan is set to go on loan at Locomotive, and he also has a seventeen million option. Well, Locomotive has a seventeen million option, so if Jordan is able to live up uh, to his billing and Locomotive. For $17 million, that could be their guy. Oh, damn. So I don't know if this is official or not, but, you know, like I said, transfer windows kind of near the end. Um, Real Madrid have pulled out of the Mbappe negotiations. Oh, wow. So, so they pulled out? The plan was essentially, I think the, I think they're just doing that like smokes and mirrors, but I think they'll, they'll, they'll make one more final offer. I think they just don't want this to go down to transfer deadline. Like I said, you know, this episode drops on Friday. So by the time, you know, 
we record these on Monday, so we won't know until well, until the, the the transfer deadline is uh, fit, uh, the transfer window is officially closed. But I right, mean, right, right. I mean, you know, maybe this is just some smoke and mirrors, just to to let PSG know that hey, we're we're we want we want an official deal, like let's get it done. Um, we offered we're we're offering you more than enough that you have asked for, so like let let us have our guy. The only thing with me is that doesn't Bappe improve Real Madrid? I mean, of course, in the attack, yeah. But I mean, obviously, there's still defensive concerns with Real Madrid, and it's not like oh man, Real Madrid need to go get themselves a center back. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think with the big issue is just Eder Militao needs to get more experience in that large setting, like playing in those big games, because he he does cause a few errors. But I mean, Nacho Fernandez is able to cover for him. But I think once once you have for uh for Mendy at 100%, you move Alaba at at center back and I mean that Real Madrid backline it looks pretty good if you ask me, right? You got Danny Carvajal at right back, you have Nacho Fernandez and David Alaba as your center back pairing and then you have for Mendy or Marcelo depending on what, you know, who goes put on that left back spot but most likely for Mendy. But that's a pretty good backline if you ask me. I don't, uh, I don't know about you, Edward. I mean, it's a, it's a hell of a good backline. Especially, with especially you. with David Alaba's, like his speed. Yeah, his speed is just insane. So, so to have that as a center back, like that's, like that's that's what I'm telling you. Like, not and Nacho Fernandez is pretty athletic as well. He's got some good pace. He's got he's got some great footwork. So, I mean, that that center back pairing could be a pretty good pairing for for Real Madrid. And then, of course, you have Thibaut Courtois in between oh, the sticks. Yeah. So and I mean, I mean, remember how we were always talking about? I mean, I mean, I, I remember. I was like, damn. I was like, what's Courtois doing? Like, he was badass at Atletico. He was badass in Chelsea. And then when he went to Real Madrid, he he had his moments where we were like, man, he, this dude is whiffing it. Like, what the hell's going on? But I mean, he's I think he's he's dude. finding he's finding his form. Yeah, he's finding uh, it. So that's why I'm like, like you're right. You know, between the sticks, having him there, I was like, you know, you know. And then that defense, that I line, mean, that back line. Terrible, Sounds- terrible human being. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he, he, he did he, he did ha- he did have a, an affair with Kevin De Bruyne's at the time girlfriend. So. Yeah, so we're just gonna leave that there. <laughs> Once again, terrible human being. He's not a Cardi terrible, but I mean, he's definitely terrible nonetheless. <laughs> but but yeah, so but I think Mbappe does improve Real Madrid. It's just the question would be what happened like. Who's the who's the odd man out? Because I mean they're they're saying Hazard, but I mean like okay, does because I mean Vinicius kind of earned his spot now with the starting lineup the way he's been playing. Yeah. Um, Benzema, I mean Benzema's Benzema, and then Gareth Bale. You you know people can hate on Gareth Bale, but he's he's kind of he's he's been playing hard, and he's yeah, he's he's, he, he's had some good moments for himself. So I mean like the the real the, the issue is just where do you throw Mbappe in like. Is honestly the question because I mean, do you, does does Bale become the odd man out, or do you put Vinicius back on the bench and and let Mbappe be on that left wing and, and feed feed Benzema? Because I mean, let's face it, Benzema does not have the athleticism to be a winger. But I mean, you you definitely want your two you do want two prime goal scorers, and that is Mbappe and and Benzema. So it's going to be interesting if 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 Ram, obviously like like I said. If somehow on Wednesday we find out, is it Wednesday? No, Tuesday. Tuesday. Tomorrow. Yeah, Tuesday is the 
transfer deadline. Yeah, tomorrow's the last day. Yeah, 31st. So the question will really be like, if they do get Mbappe, who's the odd man out? Because obviously you, you're going to have to start Mbappe. <laughs> that's like a, that's a given. But who's the guy that gets left out? And part of me thinks it's not going to be Bale and, it, and it's not going to be Benzema. And I think it is going to be Vinicius. So, damn. If they leave, uh, I mean, if they if they leave out Vinicius, what do you what do you expect? What do you think he's gonna do? Super sub, super sub. That is the last. Yeah, that's, that's, you, that's that's always a good thing. To you, have ta- you take you take out Gareth Bale and then Vinicius comes in. <laughs> With that guy's footwork, the way he's able to force fouls and and all that, like, and you're already exhausted as the defense because you played like you're you're already playing like maybe at that point like the 60th or 65th minute. So yeah. you're already pretty beat as it is. And then you, you had to face off the speed demon that is Gareth Bale. And now you got to take on a, a young Vinicius. Oh, yeah. That's going to that's gonna throw you off your game big time. That's yeah. basically going to make you... It's going to make you work twice as harder. And Okay, let's just put it this way. If you don't have stamina and you play indoor, ooh, that's basically how you end up feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so... Yeah, uh, we'll see. Maybe Real Madrid is just trying to, you know, trying trying to call a bluff here on PSG. We'll find out on Tuesday. I mean, by t- by the time this episode drops, we'll know if Mbappe is a Real Madrid player or not. Pretty much. Um, Emerson, yeah. Emerson is set to go to Tottenham for twenty six million. The Barcelona man. Damn, I believe they just got yeah. him for like nine million. I think so, right? That, that, that's what I thought. <laughs> that was like one of the first moves I think that we talked about. Wow. And we were like, why? Well, but... Sergino Des, you know, he's he's chilling. You know, there's no competition at the right back spot. He's good. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. good now. <laughs> All right. Um, but... And, and I, okay, so, I'll, you know, I've said my things about William. Edwards heard me say my things about William. Oh, yes, I have. But I got to give props to William right here. So William terminates his contract with Arsenal. That's you know, it. I'm just, yeah, I'm not even going to say anything good. I'm like, you what? And I was like, you know, can't say much about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's a, uh, I mean, <sighs> I don't know how else to say it, but it's like it's kind of been a long time coming. You know what I mean? Because I mean, he's you yourself said it. He's already he's already of age. He's already kind of he's on the way out. To me, in my opinion, he's still got to play. He's he's still he's still got to play. But just I don't know. I guess I guess if you want to, I mean, if Arsenal, that's the case, a, really... a return to Brazil is probably in sight for William. Um, I mean, that's what I—that's what I was thinking too. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you want to basically rebuild Arsenal, you cannot really have William in there, even with the experience that he has. But it's just—and it's because the fact that people are going to keep mentioning, like, look how much for how much money he's making. Look how much money he's making. Like, you got to play him. You got to play him. So it, it alleviates the pressure. I will say that. So props to William. And then we'll wrap things up with the, with the transfers on this one. Real Madrid are interested in Kamavinga, who currently has a 30 million price tag. 
I mean, this was a player that I mentioned last year that this was a guy that Real Madrid were interested in. He's one, a midfielder, which is a good thing to point out because obviously Real Madrid is going to have to make some moves moving on from Tony Cruz and Luka Modric at some point. So Kamavinga, a young midfielder, you know, it, it's it's the inevitable, basically, is what I'm saying. So smart. If if Real Madrid is able to get a move done for Kamavinga, I think it's going to be a very smart move, for sure. Yeah. But, but that is the transfers. We'll give. We'll, we know transfer window closed on Tuesday. We will definitely give you guys a full update next episode. So that'll be the la- the I guess our ending of the coaching world and the and the transfer wor- transfer rumors galore. So until you know the next summer transfer window. Yeah. But, yeah. but Edward, I, I guess sadly we're not done with transfers because here's the big one, Edward. Are you ready? Let's go. Cristiano Ronaldo returns to Manchester United. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody who follows Cristiano and stuff or even Man, Man U, they saw the Instagram, the tweet, the post they posted on there. First of all, just, be- before we get going with this, Edward, how do you feel? Dude, I'm actually excited, to be honest with you. I- I'm excited. It's uh. It's kind of like coming back home, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially you, for Ronaldo. So you you lose your goat, you know, it, like not that long ago you lost your goat and goes to PSG, and then you regain another goat. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, it's not it's not the same You're, way. You know, this is your Mar- this is your Mariba deal. <laughs> like, pretty much. There you go. There you go. Perfect. There you go. Perfect example. Right there, buddy. Right there. Right there. No, yeah. I mean, I think it. This this was kind of something that I kind of thought about as well. Is like it, it. I think a sporting return would have been interesting, but I just don't think it would have the allure for Ronaldo as much. Not saying anything against sporting. I mean, maybe we'll see him make his return to sporting because I mean, I just don't know how long he can keep up playing at the, the level that he's in. Um, but I mean, the place that started it all for him. I mean, this is really where he made a name for himself. Like, you can say sporting as much as you want, but it was really Manchester United. You know, like, CR7 was born in Man U. Because you got to remember, Cristiano Ronaldo wore 28 in sporting. Sir Alex Ferguson donned him the number seven. So, CR7 was born in Man U. And, I mean, it's fitting that he returns to Manchester United. I don't know if he's going to be wearing number seven necessarily. Because I believe Kamavinga, I mean, <laughs> uh, Carvani. Carvani, Carvani, close enough. <laughs> uh, Edson Cavani, where's where's number seven? Unless he's he's prepared to change his number for Ronaldo, uh, which I guess I could also see that happening as well. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if twenty one's available. But um, <laughs> maybe he might go like back in his old sporting number at twenty eight. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know. We, we'll we'll see what happens when he when he finally puts when he finally gets his jersey. But but yeah. So he leaves Juventus on a thirteen million transfer fee. That is crazy to think. <laughs> like thinking of the like his massive transfer that he got when he went to Real Madrid, which I believe was it wasn't a hundred million, but it was definitely. Was it like considering nine? considering back then at that you know at the saying? time that was like the highest transfer fee, um, yeah. And so you know he leaves Juventus with a lot of drama going into this. Obviously, he was benched 
in, in the last game that he played and then obviously came out and had that controversial header. But um, it, you, you, you were kind of seeing some sort of distance that Ronaldo had with, with Juventus. And it was really interesting what was going on. And then, of course, you had the rumors of Man City, which I think is hilarious that, like, basically Man City got the okey-doke from Ronaldo. Like, Ronaldo wanted to do, wanted to foil Man City like he used to back in the day. Um, <laughs> so, it, it, it's an interesting one. It's I think he's, but it's funny, it's like his return to, to, to the English Premier League, it's like the league is so different now from when he left. Because you know, Man City wasn't necessarily the club that they are now. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that big of a powerhouse as it is now. Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so, they're like, oh, we're making all these moves. Oh, we got Robinho. Oh, we got we got your guy Carlos Tevez. But it was like, okay, cool. But you're really not going to do anything. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, they started they started turning around. I think when like De Bruyne came in, Kuhn, mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean, especially when, was in there, especially when then, Sergio, especially when Sergio Aguero came in, I think that's when it completely changed the club. I mean, obviously you had that that infinite moment at 92, 90, 90 second minute mark or something like that. Um, yeah. But you know, the yeah. the Aguero that that one. Um, but like, you know, because th- things have changed. Liverpool is now a good team. You know, <laughs> like that. That's I also mean, that's also something that's going on. Technically, um, technically, they were always a good team. It's just they didn't keep up with it. They were always struggling. Like even with Nino Torres in there, they 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 were they were how do I say it? They were competitive. It's just it wasn't enough. They didn't have that forward line like they would need. You know, like let's say if Nino Torres was in there, but then you had Sane and Mo Salah, you mm-hmm. know, along no, with no, him. I totally agree with prime. that. I totally agree with you that. Know? But uh, uh, but yeah, kind of going but going back to like the the league is just Arsenal's now trash. So I mean, <laughs> so things have changed. You know, Aston Villa. I don't know what's going on with Aston Villa, but Aston Villa's there. Um, but yeah, things the, the the landscape has changed. Uh, yeah. It's a different league. the The play is probably a little bit different for Ronaldo, but it's you know we're talking about Ronaldo. Obviously, he's not playing on the wing. He's going to be playing up front as a striker. Um, but I mean, talking about this Manchester United team, what what does this mean for Man U? Like, what, how big, how how big of a leap has Man U now taken now that Ronaldo is back with this team? Excuse me. Um, honestly, uh, it's a pretty well. That's one thing. Like you said, the league itself has changed. Everything seems more speedier. And I'm not saying that Ronaldo has lost speed or anything like that. It's just He's getting experience, and I mean, you know, the, the league itself, even the way that Manchester City plays, uh, is completely different to how it used to be. Back then, it was like a well-oiled machine to me. Right now, they have basically, let's put it this way, they have the cogs that are like brand spanking you, made out of platinum, but you don't know exactly where they go, so they keep freaking messing each other up or... You know, kind of like that. Like you're trying to get a car to run, but you got all the wrong parts in the car. You know, and it's running like crap because uh, maybe like one or two sprite plugs don't quite comprehend what the hell's going on. <laughs> but mm-hmm. right now, I just I want to say that with him and the team, I want to say that everything's gonna go to the up and up, and it's gonna be good. Like 
no bad, no misfortunes, no bad stuff. I don't want to jinx it, so knock on wood there. And um, so I really think that it's a, it's a step forward. And it's also going to bring like nostalgia for a lot of the Manchester United fans. Um, they may, they're going to want to see that that Cristiano Ronaldo, that chopping speed, but we'll see. I mean, let's, we'll see. Let's see. I mean, he still has it. He still chop people up, but we'll see if he, uh, we'll see how he works out. And I think like you said, he's going to be like basically right in the middle as a striker. So yeah. I just, I, I want to, I can't wait and see to see what number he's going to get, how his first match is going to go. Maybe he'll do the same thing as Messi. Who knows? Like sit it out and then later on go in and, just do his dribbles. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely see, man. Like, it's, it's just crazy to, to see that, uh, just, just Ronaldo being back. Like, this has just been a crazy transfer window. Just the fact that you have Messi now with PSG, the two, the two top dogs, you know, in this, in this, in this world of soccer are, are now, you know, well, I mean, Ronaldo's kind of been like, not necessarily a journeyman. I mean, he's like every team he plays for, he's played a good chunk of, well, aside from sporting, has played a good chunk of seasons with them, but like just just him going back to Man United, I think is is so crazy and just it's just you you can see just the joy of the fans, just like at this point, like man, you can do no wrong. Like that, the yeah, Glazers, the Glazers are, are are currently in a safe space right now. <laughs> so yeah. what I'm saying, but it, it, yeah, it's it's gonna be exciting. I think EPL, there's gonna be a lot more eyes on EPL. Um, I mean, the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo has more of a following than majority of these EPL teams have is, uh, oh, yeah. is very telling. So, and I think so. I think they had like a like a combination of like certain clubs. I think Ronaldo still has a more of a following on social media. And I mean, I think his post that he had that of his return to Man U, like it went crazy viral. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo is back in Man U. He's a Red Devil once again. So definitely wait, can't wait to see what, what that what that comes with. All right, Edward. So if you didn't know this, League IMX and MLS had their all-star game uh, a while back. And it actually ended with the MLS winning in penalties. Um, but you know, there was some question during the halftime of that match, uh Don Garber, who is the commissioner of the MLS was asked some questions of a possible merger between Liga MX and MLS. This is, we've heard this rumor around for a while that there was a, a, the idea of merging these two leagues together, which I'm personally against. I think like let them, you know, be their own things, have some way to compete with them, but let them be their own things. And this is basically what Don Garber has to say. I don't think we'd ever do that. I think we could get the benefits of a merger without actually having to go through the process with unions and structures. You get a great all-star game. You expand the League Cup, the Campeones Cup. You have so many different programs that deliver all the value for fan for fans regardless. Now, like I think from what I take from that quote, Edward, is that there's ways to go around with having a partnership with League IMX that doesn't involve literally merging the leagues together. Kind of what they've done, like the All Star Game. I think it was great. The fact that you had the like Liga MX All Stars versus the MLS All Stars, I think it was such a fun game. It's cool to see like the top players of Liga MX. Which fun fact, I did not know that that Guillermo Ochoa can speak English. 
not, not, this is like, I mean, obviously he played in Europe. So, I mean, I'm sure he had to pick like, but I mean, cause they were interviewing him and he spoke English very well. Uh, kind of like, kind of like Chicharito and it, like had that Chicharito voice as well. But I think it, it, like, I was wow. like, Oh, I didn't know he spoke English. I probably, I probably should have assumed he spoke English, but I was just like, Oh, he speaks English. So, um, cause I've never heard, like, I think it's just the fact that I've never heard this man speak English before. So I just like, Oh, that's new to me. Um, but no, I think it was just a fun experience. You had the, the skills challenges that Liga MX ended up winning that part. But like, you know, everybody was just having fun. The jerseys that they had for the Liga MX jerseys were, were beautiful, Edward. <laughs> like, I, I love the Liga MX jerseys that came out for the All-Star game. MLS was, eh, it, it was aight. But I mean, Liga, like Charlie, like they, they killed it. Like they, they went, they went off the, they, they did a beautiful jersey for Liga MX. But I think just overall, I think it was a fun experience. And I think that's what the MLS and that League MX should be doing. It's kind of, well, you know, providing moments like that. Obviously, having that Champions Cup where you have like the winner of League MX face off against the MLS Cup champions. I think that's also a great idea. The League Cup, I mean, for for whatever you guys think of the League's Cup, I think it's a great opportunity. Kind of similar to the Superliga. I don't know, Edward, if you remember the Superliga. Yeah, the Superliga. Yeah, so I that kind of gave me those vibes again. And I love that turn. I love it. I think it's a fun tournament. I, I think, I think it's a good idea. I think partnering with Liga MX is right. I just don't think merging is the right way to go. But, uh, Edward, did you get to at least get a little glimpses of that, of that MLS all-star game? I did. I actually managed to catch like that Nani penalty. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I saw basically like close to the end, but I was like, I, my parents were like, oh, that guy with the with the weird hair is going. And I was like, oh, he was actually, he played with Cristiano Ronaldo and back in Manchester United. He was actually pretty good. Next thing you know, he whipped the shit out of me. I was like, ah, oh. I was like, damn. I was like, I don't know what the, I was like, I can't defend you, bro. To, to be, to be fair, Nani was dealing with an injury. So, I mean, <laughs> But I mean, yeah, great, but I, great moment for Ricardo Pepe to score the 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 penalty to win the game, and then next thing you know, it gets followed up with a U.S. Men's National Team call up. So Ricardo Pepe is having one hell of a week. So, oh, yeah. uh, but I mean, no, I, I think it was just a fun experience. I think it's great. I think I want to see more of this. I like this more than whatever the hell they've been doing, which is like, oh, let's bring Juventus, let's bring Chelsea. I think it's cool to do that, but let's face it, they're not gonna be. It's not like you're gonna see. You know, you're going to see a lot of the reserve guys. You're going to see the academy guys when you when you have those games. Whereas this was a mixture of the best teams of the best player, a mixture of the best players in the leagues playing against each other. So I I actually liked it. I I completely enjoyed it. It was a fun experience. Like even the 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 skills challenges were fun to watch. Like overall, it was just a fun experience. And I think that, that this is the route that the MLS should be going. Yeah, I agree. So, all right, I mean, that'd be pretty cool. All right, kind of have to go to a little downer here, Edward. <laughs> all right, <clears throat> Benjamin Mendy. Uh, so Benjamin Mendy has been accused of four counts of rape and a sexual assault charge. He's actually had his bail denied and will appear on court September tenth. Um. Honestly, I don't know what to say on that one. 
it, it's it's just I mean I think I think Mandy's like 27 years old like it's just it's I mean obviously you know you have to wait till you know don't can't can't cast judgment till you know it's official you know I I I wish I like like I kind of what we said with a similar circle I think obviously that player from Everton um is another one that I think of when I when I heard this situation and it's just obviously I don't know it's, until there's a final a final judgment on what's going on I really don't want to cast any judgment on it because I mean we also live in a world now where people kind of try to take advantage of guys of certain you know not guys in general but people with a certain position you know especially yeah. like upper player like sort like like an athlete or celebrity try to take advantage of that. And I'm not trying to say that I'm like, oh, I think this person's lying. That's not what I want you guys to think. It's just, it's like, it's hard to trust people now these days, if that makes any more sense. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Yeah, but I mean, four, these, four counts, that's that's pretty bad. Uh, that's four, what I'm saying. I was like, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. one, one's bad enough, but like four of them, it's like, it, it, there's, there's no really like, you can't really defend him, but at the same time, it's like you don't want to like, you know, go out there with with uh with the pitchforks. You know what I mean? Um, so I, you know, right now, obviously, I'm kind of like a wait and see kind of what's going on with Benjamin Mendy. Let's see what the actual judgment is. Like, what's the, you know what they find in in the in the investigation. Um, but obviously, with that being said, Manchester City has suspended Benjamin Mendy. So, um, there is that. It's. It, it, it's just, if it's true, very unfortunate, very disgraceful. Um, I mean, I don't want to say this. I don't want to say like you know, kind of like a, a as like a like a terrible thing. But when you're, especially if you're a, a professional soccer player, I feel like you don't have to do things like this. You know what I mean? Like if if I don't think it's necessarily difficult for you to to get people's attention. Yeah, if you, especially if you, girls. I mean, if you get what I'm those, saying, those yeah. model girls. If you're like, hey, look, I have a Rolex right here. I mean, Jesus uh, Christ, look how many, how many kids Ronaldo has. Like, yeah. <laughs> so and I mean, still living comfy. Yeah. So I mean, um, it, it's just like you really don't have to do this stuff. And if it comes out to be true, this is just you know, it just Benjamin Mendy's is. I mean, well, he's he's definitely not going to be sad. playing. Very sad, it's yeah. very unfortunate, but. Um, like I said, we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, it's unfortunate that that this is happening, but um, well, I mean, like for the player, if it's you know if it's false, but then also like like you said, like you don't really have to draw attention that way. You're you're a football player. I mean, there's there's lots of ways to draw attention to yourself like that, and mm-hmm. never never forcefully upon a woman like that. Hell no. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So there's that. All right, Edward, it's debate time. Now, like I said, this is this is kind of a throwback to a debate topic that we had on a on a way back episode. I think it was actually our first debate topic, to be honest. Um, but now that it's officially over, Ronaldo's now with Manchester United. Is the Cristiano Ronaldo Juventus experiment a failure? Um, I want to I want to look at it two ways. I want to look at it as Cristiano Ronaldo as a player because I did kind of think about this one for a bit. 
as a player, I don't think it was a failure. He got to show that he can actually uh, still play. He can still ball in a whole different, you know, um, league uh, aside from the La Liga. You know, everybody was saying, oh, it's because it's La Liga and he's the one in the big team using all this and that. And I mean, like, yeah, he went from one big team to another one in Juventus, but Juventus had different players as well compared to Real Madrid. Um, so I, I think he could still ball. He, I don't think it was a failure in that sense. And also, like, for Juventus, it, um, I don't think it was either because a lot of the young players that are coming out and into the locker room, um, a, lot of, a lot of players that are coming into the locker room, they, they got to see his worth ethic and how hard he trains, how hard he works, how hard he dedicates himself to staying fit, to putting the hours into soccer and to in the locker room, and as well as like in his own personal life, how he puts himself as a family man and how he he's very successful. So it's like, you know, in that way, in that sense, I guess you could say, it wasn't a, a failure because a lot of the young players that were basically starting they got to see like Federico Chiesa, you know, he's young and stuff, but he got to see him. He got to see, hey, this guy's kicking ass. He's, he's hardworking and, you know, he's not going to be like, um, you know, one of those, oh, you know, I can party all I want. And I mean, in Italy, you could, they have all kinds of freaking clubs, all kinds of freaking shit. And you can do, you can get in trouble there or you can get in trouble in anywhere in the world. But as a, like you said yourself, like as a footballer, you know, you tend to, not draw negative attention to yourself. And I guess you could say looking at Cristiano in a way uh, as a young player and as the older players too, like they saw him, they're like, this dude is not 35. This dude's not 34. They saw him, they're like, this dude is fucking 21, 22, 23. But, you know, it just goes to show you like as a team, I think he also gave him a little bit of that oomph, that little drive to keep going, to keep going forward. You know, so I, I, I don't think it was a failure. Like, in, you know, I don't think it was a failure. But yes, they didn't win Champions League and, you know, but, you know, they did get, you know, the league title with him. And, of course, with him, even with him, they couldn't make it that, this last season. So I just, you know, I, I really think uh, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a failure. It was, mo- it was mostly more highs than lows, I think. Okay. So... For Ronaldo, in his 134 appearances with Juventus, he scored 101 goals and 22 assists. What do you, so what do you think? Uh, I'm about to get there. (laughs) Okay. You're trying to light up your facts. I got you. I like that. uh, Yeah, this this, this is what you were talking about, right? (laughs) Um, He's a two-time Italian champion. He's a two-time Italian cup winner. One time Italian Cup winner has won the Italian Super Cup twice. Um, as far as like success in, in the Serie A, it's there. You know, he, he's got the trophies. That's what you, you, you expect him to do. But I think the, the whole reason of bringing Cristiano Ronaldo to Juventus was so Juventus can finally do the one thing they haven't been able to do in a long time. And that was win the Champions League. They've been close to the Champions League and both Real Madrid and Barcelona had other plans. Um, 
And so for me, that I believe was the goal was to bring a guy that has had proven success in Champions League. Obviously, won Champions League in Manchester United, won the Champions League in Real Madrid. You were hoping that the same that the pattern would continue at Juventus. And it just that's where it didn't happen. And I don't I mean the talent is there. The team is very talented. I just think they underperformed in the moments when they were supposed to finally live up to it. I mean, you know, you could go back to last season against Porto. It was it was an embarrassment. They, you know, they got eliminated in the round of 16 to a you know a, a very a big under you know a very big underdog in Porto. So I mean the success is there. The as far as the accolades and the stats for at least for Ronaldo's sake. It's great for Ronaldo. I mean, he, he proved that he could compete in a, in another league in Serie A. But as far as the event, like at, looking through Juventus, I think it's a failure. Okay. <clears throat> because the sole reason of bringing Ronaldo to Juventus was to win the Champions League. And last time I checked, they didn't win the Champions League. <laughs> So, I mean, that, you're right about that, but like I, like I said, I mean, I, I look at it from different point of views, and like I said, to me, to me, it was more highs than lows. I, I agree. I, I get what you mean. All right. So that was the debate topic. This debate topic was brought to you by Li- Swift Lifestyles. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, was brought, see, I need some Swift Lifestyles right now. Swift Lifestyles is a great source of energy. It is an energy drink. It's actually a powder and also comes in gummy form as well. Um, it, it is the ultimate tool for the gamer. But in general, it's a great energy drink. It helps out just for regular stuff. Like I probably should have drank some some Swift Lifestyles right now, so I wouldn't be blabbering every once in a while or get lose my train of thought. Maybe Edward could also use some Swift Lifestyles as well, because I, you know, Edward has his moments. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe he would have realized we were talking about La Liga doing our three on three down on La Liga. <laughs> so, so I mean, but yeah, it's a great product. It tastes great. Um, and it, it gives you natural, good energy. There's no drogginess like with the other brands. This is a really good energy drink. I, we highly recommend it. So much so, if you go to SwiftLifestyles.com and on checkout, use code InsertNameFC, you'll go ahead and have a 15% discount. So once again, SwiftLifestyles.com, enter the code InsertNameFC and get yourself a 15% discount. All right, Edward, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with game recaps and all some more good stuff. All right. Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at Fanatics.com. What's Fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we are back. Once again, go ahead and hit up our link tree. Um, You can find it on our bios. Go ahead and click that link. It'll show you all, well, all the way you can listen to us, Spotify, Pandora, Apple, you know, all that good stuff. But of course, all the great partners that we're affiliated with, Take advantage of them so we can go ahead and one move Spencer to Texas here in Houston, so that way he has his yeah. place and he could you know have a studio and we could record in that studio with Spencer and actually have Spencer's actual live reactions to our stupidity. So, so there's that. So go ahead and help us out. 
Um, Edward, games recap. What's your game recap? All right. So my game to recap is Liverpool versus Chelsea. That's a, actually a good game in its own, just by the two teams alone. That was um, one of the but, games that we 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 mentioned last week. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's the recap. If you guys didn't catch it, so Liverpool actually drew with Chelsea one to one. Liverpool had 66% of the possession. <clears throat> Excuse me. Liverpool outshot Chelsea 24 to 6. So it, it, they had a more attacking chances. And Liverpool, or I'm sorry, Chelsea was down to 10 men in the game. So Liverpool had it all on their side of the court. I just don't know what they decided to do with it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know on that one. It happens, but I mean, obviously, uh, uh, a reckless red card by Reese James. Um, but you know what? Props to Liverpool, props to Mendy, man, to to hold it down and and to, you know, keep it keep it one one. Um, some people are like, oh, you know, like this is. First of all, it's way too early to be talking about. Oh, we 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 got to take advantage of these moments. Like, no, like it's still too early in the season. Like, yes, Arsenal's a very in a terrible situation right now. But I mean, it's still early in the season. Like, you know, like you still you still got to play the rest of the season, and you, you, that's how you find out where you end up. Do I hope this team gets relegated? God, no, I hope not. But I mean, like, but kind of similar with Chelsea. Like, Chelsea's a a pro, like you could definitely throw the term contender for for the English Premier League because well, they're contenders. But uh, I think Liverpool. I think this was a game where you got to see what these two teams can bring. And I mean, you gotta give props to to Chelsea, man. They, we've said how good this backline is and how good they defend. Um, and, yeah. I mean, they 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 kept their. And I mean, the goal was a penalty for Liverpool, so I mean, they kept them pretty quiet. If it wasn't for that red card, that the because I believe the red card was in the penalty box, so if it wasn't for that red card, you know, this could have been a one nothing win for Chelsea. So. You know, so prop, props to Chelsea for maintaining maintaining the, uh, the being down one man and still being able to defend very well against you know Mohamed Salah, Roberto Firmino, and and, and uh, Sadio Mane. So you know, props props given. Yep. So Hector, what's your game to recap? So my game to recap was I actually got to catch this game like before I went to work, and that is Union Berlin beating Borussia Mönchengladbach. Two to one. Nice. Yeah. So Marching Gladbach has 73% of the possession. They also outshot them 20 to 11. This loss means that Marching Gladbach has still have yet to have won a game. They have one draw and two losses. The one draw came in from Bayern Munich. Damn. So you were expecting them to, you know, bring it out if they ended up managing to draw with Bayern Munich. Exactly. So, yeah, not not a great start for Mach and Gladbach, but like I said, it's still early. Uh, there's no need to be overreacting right now, um, even though last week we did do our early season overreactions. But um, it, 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 we'll let's let's see how we'll we'll definitely come back in December at the halfway point to really get an idea of who's where and who can turn things around. So. Right now, there's no, no real necessity to be overreacting to anything. But obviously, you want to win games. That's that's just, you know, 
That's how you that's how you win trophies is by winning games. So not the best start for Manchin Glavik, but obviously easily could be turned around. This team is very talented. Injuries could be a factor, but I think obviously once once they are healthy, you know, we'll see what happens. You? <clears throat> All right, Edward. Players of the week. Who's your player of the week? All right. So my player of the week is no surprise here, Robert Lewandowski who scored a hat-trick in Bayern's 5-0 win against Hertha Berlin. The other Berlin. <laughs> so, the one, yeah. the, the one mean, you were talking trash to. Yeah, but, well, I guess I was right, too. I mean, I didn't want to talk trash. It's, you, know, you know, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, so Lewandowski is my player of the week. Hector, who's your player of the week? My player of the week is the French phenom Kylian Mbappe who scores two goals in PSG's 2 to nothing win against Reims. This was also Lionel Messi's debut and Mbappe couldn't let Messi have his moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, everybody was saying, I mean, everybody was saying like they were expecting Messi to score on like the very first game and stuff. Everybody cheered him on. Every time he touched the ball, they were just cheering. That's the thing. It's like, you know, as soon as Messi touched the ball, everybody was cheering. But then Mbappe has the ball. It's like normal. It's like, oh, okay. Mbappe has the ball. I'm like, dude, I was like, Mbappe is killer. He could do it. But I guess, you know, when you got a GOAT team, dude, that's, I I feel like that's how it's going to be in Man U. The pressure is going to be on for sure. The pressure is going to be on. Oh, yeah. So, congrats to both our players of the week. Yeah, totally. I mean, Robert Lewandowski, I mean, the guy's still doing what he does, and that is scoring goals. And Mbappe, I mean, we'll see what happens. Like, is he going to be a Real Madrid player or is he going to be a PSG player? Who knows? Well, obviously, obviously we, we will know by the time this episode drops, but. Yeah, pretty much. But we will still. We will still, the next episode will be the last one. Like we said, we'll be the last one we talk about last minute transfers and stuff like that. Exactly. All uh, right. We call it a flash sale. <laughs> yeah. All right, episode. Uh, episode. All right. <laughs> All right, Edward. Somebody needs that lifestyle. Yeah, we. I definitely do. I definitely do. All <laughs> right, Edward. The Europa League. Don't, 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 don't. I gotta say, Europa League has like one of the best like theme music. Like, I mean, no, no offense to Champions League. I love the Champions League. You know the, you know, the champions. Like, I, I like it, but I just I love yeah. the Europa League beat. Like, it's just that that dun 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 dun. That is just like it's so cool. Anyways, so we're gonna go ahead and let you know who's playing in what group. Um, our thoughts on the group of ooh, what our what we think is the group of death. What's that matchup overall that we think is going to be good? We're not going to pick who we think is going to win their groups. Or maybe we, we might throw it in there. Uh, maybe. I don't know. And then who we are super early favorite to win this whole damn thing. All right. We'll kick things off with Group A, obviously. Uh, with Leon, Rangers, Sparta Praha, and Bronby. I feel like it's very straightforward that Leon and Rangers are going to win. Are going to come yeah, out pretty much. I was like, I think so. All right. Group B, Monaco, ESV, Real Sociedad, Sturm. 
on this one, PSV and Rouse Silva. Oh, wow. I'm actually going to go Monaco and PSV. All right. All right. All right. Group C, Napoli, Leicester City, Spartak, Moscow. I think that's Moscow, but that's how, that's how I read it in the Europa website. And Legia. Mm, I think mean, uh, Napoli versus Leicester. Yeah, that's why I think Napoli and Leicester are going to come out of there. All right, Group D, Olympiacos, Frankfurt, Fenerbahçe, and Antwerp. I feel like this is a very, this is, I feel like this is a very even group, by the way. Well, I mean, I think Olympiacos and Fenerbahçe. Fenerbahçe? Yeah. Uh, I'll give it to Frankfurt and Fenerbahçe. Okay. All right, Group E, Lazio, Lokomotiv Moscow, Marcial, and Galatasaray. Ooh, on this one, I know for sure Lazio, I think, will I make it out. And I'm kind of torn between Marcial. No, you know what? Yeah, Marcial. Marcial. Okay, I'm, I'm with you as well. Group F, Braga, Trevor Zavetta, Ludo Goretz, and Midlian. Now, this is going to be funny. I don't know any of these teams, but the only reason why I'm picking this one is Braga because of Fast and Furious. Well, Braga is from, Port- uh, from Portugal. Okay. And Ludo Goretz. Okay, I'm going to go with Braga and Mediano. Okay. Group G, Bayer Leverkusen, Celtic, Real Betis, and Ferenc Carvos. Leverkusen and Celtic. I'm gonna go with with uh with I'm gonna go with Celtic and yeah I'm gonna go as well Fire Leverkusen and Celtic. I want to say okay. oh also uh should probably throw this out there the third place teams do go actually do get something they get to go play in the Europa Conference League. So, yeah, because that's that's gonna start. Are we gonna preview it? No. But I mean, the, it, 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 but there, there's that. Uh, group H, Dinamo Zagreb, Genk, West Ham United, and Rapid Wing. I think Genk and West Ham United. I uh, actually, I'll go West Ham United and Dinamo Zagreb. Okay, okay, okay. All right, now looking at these groups, Edward, which one would you say is the group of death? Um, you know what? I want to say it's Napoli, Leicester, Spartak, and Legia. Okay. Or Legia. I kind of, I think I gave it away. I, I'm going to go with Group F. I think they're very even throughout. So I think that would, that's my, I, I like I said, most of, from the way I look at Group F is which one do I see is like more, more of a more fairly even, like you don't know who's really going to come out of there. I know most people are usually, oh, let's go for the one with the, with the big name teams, you know? Because I mean, if that's if, if going off of that logic, I feel like it would be Group B with Monaco, PSV, and Real Sociedad. And I'm sorry, Sturm, but but I, I honestly, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, Group F. All right, Edward, from all from these from the group stages, just in the group stages alone, which is the matchup that you're looking forward to seeing? Uh, on this one, just the group stages alone. Yeah. 
you know what? Napoli versus Leicester. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with PSV and Real Sociedad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See what, what Mario Gotze has gets to do. Yeah, that's true. All right, Edward. Super early, but who's your favorite? Obviously, oh, we don't know who's coming out of the Champions League. Who's coming down here from Champions League? But, uh, who do you think from just this this group of, of, of teams? Diaz. From Diaz. Jeez. I guess. Damn, dude. This is pretty hard to choose out of all these people. Uh, screw it. I'm going to go with Leon. Leon? Yeah. Okay, that's an interesting one. Um, I was going to say Real Sociedad, but I don't think I had them coming out of their group. <laughs> so that, that, would, <laughs> that would backfire on me. Um, yeah. uh, wow, this is... This is gonna be tricky. I I want to say Rangers, but Rangers has has not looked very good. Uh, I mean, I, they still could be a good team, but I, they haven't looked as good as they were. Um, I might go with Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bayer Leverkusen. I think that's that. I I like how they've been playing so far this season. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Bayer Leverkusen, even though it's like still early, but I like what I'm seeing from Bayer Leverkusen. Okay, okay. Um, all right, all right. I can see that. I, that was actually my backup. Like, let's say if I wasn't really too sure about Leon. I was thinking about Leverkusen. Okay. So, so. like minds think alike. Sort of. I mean, yeah. Like, like minds, yeah. Someone needs some Swift ASAP. Like minds think alike, yeah. Like, Isn't no, that, is great minds. No, oh, great, great minds. minds think alike. Yeah, I definitely need some <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, shit. Oh, man. All right. All right. So, games to watch this weekend. Once again, it is the international break. So, that means one thing and one thing only. The MLS doesn't care. They're going to still keep going with their games. Um, is basically what it is. NWSL is also playing, but I don't think they have international uh, international break right now. Um, all right. So for the MLS, even though like certain players are going to be leaving there, um, I have Philadelphia Union versus New England Revolution. Um, but mm. we'll we'll see what what New England has uh in store without their goalkeeper Matt Turner because obviously he got called up with the U.S. But you know. I think it's still going to be a really good matchup. Shout out to our our good friend Andrew Monroe, um, you know, kicking it with Drew. Um, that's his YouTube channel. So shout out to him. He's a big Philadelphia Union fan. Um, I believe it was his daughter's birthday recently. So happy birthday! Um, but yeah, um, and the other game is the San Jose Earthquakes versus the Colorado Rapids. Both teams have looked really good so far this season. Um, let's let's see what what these two can do. Yes, sir. All right. In the NWSL, you were going to say something? No. All right. In the NWSL, we have the Portland Therns. Therns? Thorns. 
Thorns. <laughs> Portland Thorns. Jesus no. <laughs> Portland Thorns. The Portland Thorns. I need some Swift lifestyle. Big time. Um, <laughs> the Portland Thorns versus Washington Spirit. Um, I mean, Portland Thorns, one of the top, one of the one of the big, one of the good teams in in the NWSL. Washington Spirit, also a very good team in the NWSL. But <laughs> look at the next one. I know you're. I know you're tired, bro. I'm sorry. Oh wow. <laughs> 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 yes. for, a for a second, I, was, I thought it was All a right. German team over here. Like, What's right. going on? The, the, so the second game is the Orlando Prime versus the Houston Dash. I ended up misspelling Dash <laughs> and made it the, the Houston Dos. <laughs> so, so, okay, I need oh, to go man. to bed. So, All right. But yeah, so the Orlando oh. Prime versus the Houston Dash. Uh, Houston Dash coming off of a big win. Uh, last week they got their team is back fully fully back everybody's back from from you know taking a little quick break from the from the Olympics and and all that the team is back 100 percent and let's see what what this Houston Dash team can do and make a run and also yes. you know let's let's cheer them on now that Matt Joran's gone so yeah even though even though he had nothing had nothing to do with the Houston Dash obviously because they made good moves and 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 they didn't <laughs> the Dynamo didn't so. I mean, they just yeah. got Doll Kemper, so that's a big move for for the for the Houston Dash. Clearly, not a Matt Jordan move. I mean, God forbid Matt Jordan makes Damn. a good move. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't end up I didn't end up not living up to my promise that I was going to bash Matt Jordan. So here's my chance to bash Matt Jordan. You know, get, just a little bit, just, just a little bit. But all right, so there is international breaks, and the international break consists of World Cup qualifiers. So these are games that are going to help. Find, help us find out who is going to the World Cup in 2022, the winter. Because Qatar yeah. gets cold in the summer. That's what we're learning about mm-hmm. in geography. So apparently it's like really bad. It's really bad. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's like uh, they get those, like those sandstorm kind of winds, but like, you know, at night and stuff or like in the evening time. So, like yeah. where it's just crazy winds. That's gonna suck. Yeah. So, all right. So the first game is Ukraine versus France. Who do you got winning that one? France. Same. Okay. But I Ukraine looked really good in the Euros. I want to give them props. So they did. And I think wait, is Zinchenko in there? I think Zinchenko's Swedish. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Remember, remember Zinchenkovic. That was Zinchenkovic. That was yours. That was, that was, yeah, that was where you came out of. Yeah. Uh, USA versus Canada. Who do so, you think got that one? It's going to be an interesting game because the fact, well, one, you have the, you can make the argument that, oh, you know, can't, USA didn't play against the real Canada. Well, also, technically, you didn't play against the real the US. So, so you'll, yeah, you'll, you're going to see, you're going to see Christian Pulisic. You're going to see Weston McKenna. You're going to see Tyler Adams. You're going to see, John Brooks, you're gonna see. What's crazy is the, the that's the thing though. The goalkeeper, I don't know, I don't know anymore. Like Ethan Horvath looks great. <laughs> uh, you know, Matt Turner. If if you go by form, just going off of form, I would I would say Matt Turner should be the guy, because I mean Zach Steffen is a backup goalkeeper in Man City, and I don't know if Ethan. I think maybe Ethan Horvath got one start right now for Norwich, so. Yeah. It, 
Is it Norwich? Yeah, I think we talked about that last last podcast. Yeah, Norwich. So, wait, what's no way? That, that doesn't sound right. Wait, no, no, from Norwich. It wasn't Portsmouth. It was. It was Norwich because Norwich just got uh just got promoted, right? Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. My bad. Shit. I'm all tripping on here. Oh, same letter. Same letter. Close enough. <laughs> but, but but yeah, but as far as like a player that's is constantly being looked at by his first team in his club, it's Matt Turner, right? I mean, like, I I I understand that Zach Steph and in all our eyes is is the number one goalkeeper, but I feel like has has Matt Turner done enough to prove that maybe you should start looking at him? We'll find out on the next time on. U.S. versus Canada. I don't know. <laughs> this is good. Anyways, all right. So big rivalry game for me and Edward. El Salvador versus Honduras. Oh, uh, I think I think El Salvador actually has a chance. To be honest with you, I, I like what is I'm it? seeing from El Salvador. I like what I'm yeah. seeing from them. So I I really do hope so. <laughs> so I mean Honduras is a it's a good team. So I mean we'll see how they do. Um, yeah. Mexico versus Costa Rica. I know, I know. No one wants to hear about the Conquer Cap, but it's a, Let me see. maybe we um, see Killer Novice. This is actually pretty close. Yeah, I'm actually, I think this is going to be pretty close. I want to yeah. say Mexico might have it by, by, by a little bit. If, if Killer Novice doesn't, doesn't play, Mexico wins. If Killer Novice plays... It's going to be real close. It could be close, yeah. Um, Belgium versus Czech Republic. Belgium. Yeah, but I think this is going to be a good game. I mean, regard. I mean, yeah, it's pretty clear who the winner's going to be, but, um, but yeah, um, Italy versus Switzerland. I say Italy. Mm, I mean, yeah, no, I'm with Italy as well, but I mean, like, <laughs> Switzerland looks so pretty good. Brazil versus Argentina. Oh man! This so we are already going to start things off with a rematch of of the Copa America final. Yeah, uh, that's a no biter. Can't. Really say so. And I'm gonna stay quiet on that one. And Colombia versus Paraguay. Colombia wasn't really looking that good, to be honest with you. They made it to the semifinal. Yeah, but I mean, compared to like, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll I'll go with Colombia. (laughs) All right then. Oh yeah, so. Those are the games you should look forward to this weekend. Um, honestly, you can't go wrong with any of them. So there we go. Yeah. All right, Edward. So we're going to take one more break, and then we'll wrap this show up with three up, three down. Love you guys. Hector, are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible. What's Audible? Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience. What if I'm not sure about Audible? Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash insertnamefcpodcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC. I'm going to start my free trial right now. And we are back. All right, Edward. Three up, three down. La Liga. I was about to say Liga Max. La Liga jerseys. <laughs> Dang, I really 
I really do need to get some Swift Lifestyle. Swift Lifestyle. Yeah. All, All right. So, Okay, go ahead. No, go sorry, no. sorry, say, what sorry, you, say, sorry. Say what you gotta say. Say what you gotta say. No, I was gonna say, I was like, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? <laughs> uh, well, we'll start things off with Spencer as we always do. All right. Okay. And, and then, would you like to go first or you want me to go first? I can go first. All right. All right. So, start things off with three down. Spencer has Alaves. I love it. Uh, let me see. I'm going to look it up. Deportivo Club Alaves. Alaves. I'm going to say Alaves. Alaves, no? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah. There's see. just some pretty boring jerseys. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, okay. So, you, your, your home jersey is a blue and white jersey. And then you're you, so is that a blue jersey or a white jersey? Which home, one? The, the home jersey. The home one? It's a half and half kind of stuff. Because then your your away jersey is a white jersey. Yeah, your away jersey looks like it's a white jersey. Yeah, I would say so. You basically have two white jerseys. Yeah, let's see that. It's wait, a, wait. You go to the third, they have a blue jersey. That's just that's just, that's just disappointing. It, it doesn't look like they have a lot to work with. Yeah. All right. And number two, Spencer has Getafe. Getafe. Let me see. I'm, I'm going to check or, this. Or I'm gonna Getafe. Depending, depending how you feel. Okay. So I'm assuming he's talking about the third one. I'm assuming. Not exactly sure. Well, he kind of overall with jerseys. But uh, I mean, Getafe is Pretty, uh, that that away jersey is just. This is that, like, what am I looking red, at? That red and yellow. Yeah, that's just what am I looking at? And I don't ooh, know why, but third. that reminds me of Iron Man. Kinda, I can I can see what you mean. The third yeah, one that, is that just third like, one is just not. The third green one does well not help. Me. That green for the for the sponsor for the logo. No, it really yeah, doesn't. it does not Did like. Blue, the blue, probably, the blue probably could have helped. Like if you made that blue, I probably would have been like, it's not a great jersey, but it's not. It wouldn't be as bad. I don't know. Man. It's just a pink overall, like that pale pink. But apparently, it's like it's yeah. If you're, if you're gonna fought and are fighting against cancer, damn it. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I get what you're saying, but if you're gonna do pink, do pink. Like, commit to do it. straight up pink. Yeah, yeah like like, like Ramadan did. Yeah. Like if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna do pink, like fully commit to pink. Like don't. This is like that is not pink. That's like. Well, I'm not. I, I'm no. not. A, I'm not. Oh. A, I'm not a color expert, but no, no, you that's know like what it looks like to me. Pink. No, 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 no. No, you know what it looks like to me. Whenever you get like brand new red brick and you grab like a white towel, and you kind of wrap around it and then you like unfold it. That's what it looks like. Like that that red, and then you start like rubbing it like on the shirt or on the. On the stuff, or you start trying to pat out the the color that you get off of the red brick. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of shit. Like when you wash the brick, that's the kind of color it looks like after it dries out. Okay, no, I I I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And then number one, he has Alaves. <laughs> so he really didn't like. That he one. really didn't like that jersey. I'm okay. Now we gotta wow. let's guess which one which one is number three and which one's number one. Okay, so 
I'm assuming is number three is the away jersey and his number one is the home jersey. Because I think Spence, maybe Spence likes that camel blue. I think. Not exactly sure. Okay, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the, the, the third jersey is his number three. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the home jersey is his number one. All right, well, we have to wait and see now. Um, Spence, if you're listening to this, let us know. So you can... Uh, I hope he's uh, listening hey. to this. I hope he listens to this. <laughs> okay, well, okay. He's listening to this. Okay, Spence, let us know. Let us know which one it is. The home jersey that you find that's number three or the third. And then the away... I think the away is number one. Edgar says the home is number one. So let us know, you know. All right. But, all right. So do you want me to go or do you want to go? Uh, you said you were going to go, so. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go. All right. So my number three I don't know what it is, man, but my number three is actually the Elche third kit. All right, let me look at this. But, but go ahead and explain. As you're... Okay, so it's just very simplistic looking, dude. You said the, Elche, the color. Elche away? Yeah. The Elche third. Oh. Oh. Yeah, if that's actually their... Yeah, it looks like it's actually not even a goalkeeper jersey. It's just their third, dude. It should be. Like somebody, yeah, that, that's a goalkeeper jersey right there. Yeah, but I don't think it is, dude. No, it's not. It's a third jersey. Yeah. Oh, it's just literally an eyesore. <laughs> I'm getting the, the same blinding feeling from the Wolfsburg jersey. Oh, right? Dude. No, no, no. You want to talk about the Wolfsburg jersey. All right, so my number two... Going around the same area, it's the Atletico Bilbao away jersey. If you look at it, it's just so plain, so that color, bro. That's not as blinding, though. But no, no it's not as blinding, but it's very it's too simple, bro. Like, it's too simple. I just, I don't know, man. I just don't like it. No, I get you. It's just that color, dude. Ugh. I don't know, man. I don't know. But, all right. So, my number one that I do not, you know, oh, okay. I'm not going to say I don't like because the next thing you know, it's going to grow on me or something. But the number one, and I hate to say it, but the purple pulse Barcelona away jersey. What? I don't, I don't like that one, bro. What? <laughs> I know, bro. It just makes me sad to bro. say that. Oh my! Are you serious? Okay. I yeah. Mean, okay. Right. I guess maybe because uh, maybe because like purple is not my color thing. Like it's not in my color scheme. So you know, it's just I, I don't know, man. I just I know a lot of people like it, and so wow, I like when- the emblem. When you said the Barcelona jersey, I literally thought you were going to mention the home jersey. The home jersey? No, honestly, the home jersey grew on me a little bit. So even though it has that weird like the flag and stuff, I think that, that flag represents the 
the the crest, the Catalonia, the Catalonia kind of crest going for it. That's why, like, if you look at it, it's cut up just like the Barcelona is, the Barcelona emblem is. So that's why it just, I guess it grew on me. It grew on me. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So to reiterate, my number three is the Elche Away. My number two is the Atletico Away, Atletico Bilbao. Elche third. 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 No, no, that's what I'm saying. Elche third, but number two was Athletic Bilbao, but I said Atletico by accident because it's just away. So Athletic Bilbao is my number two away, and my number one is the Barcelona away. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. All right, three down. At number three, I have Athletic Bilbao's away dress. <laughs> Uh, basically, so basically, 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 what I said. Uh, basically, like you said, like it's just a boring jersey. The green's very, very vomit like ish. Like this, it's very unappealing, bro. It's, honestly, like this is like a this is a goalkeeper jersey. This should be a goalkeeper jersey. It sticks out. So like no one's gonna wear this. Like no, 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 no one in their right mind, no one in their right mind would wear this kind of jersey. It, it reminds me of like the training. The training jersey, like for example, no, because training jerseys are still a little bit wild. Like they still have like a wild design, even with like an off-looking color, but it still has no, like no, a design no. to it. No, but let me tell you, to me, it looks like a training jersey. The ones where you have like the pennies on top of your actual jersey, but this is actually the jersey instead. Like if you don't want to wear a penny, okay, you get to wear this jersey. You know? Oh, instead of wearing like the vest. Yeah, instead of wearing yeah, like the pennies. Instead of wearing the pennies, you get to wear that. Yeah, like that's okay. what you come to training with. And it's like, okay, you know. Okay, I get, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so that's my number three. Number two is Elche's third. <laughs> Bro, are you serious? Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Damn. And I wrote this, and I wrote this, I wrote my three down uh, Friday. I wrote my three down today. <laughs> so, so, that should tell you I've 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 I've, I've thought about this for a while. Yeah, no, I know. I just saw, I just saw the, the design like like same thing with Athletic Bilbao. Like I don't know, maybe these guys were like copying each other. You know what I'm saying? Or they were thinking like this design is cool. But the thing is, like it's like New Balance and Nike decided to be like, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and see if we can get away with this. <laughs> All right. So, and my number one is Barcelona's home jersey. <laughs> uh, I guess it hasn't grown on you yet. Uh, I mean, I think it's just the fact that it's Barcelona. <laughs> At the end of it all, it's Barcelona. Probably. I think that's probably but, what it is. Yeah, no, I just, I didn't like... Uh, so, I think, I'm, I'm one, I'm kind of relieved that the color isn't the color that was, like, advertised. That, oh, weird, yeah, no, that, that was... weird pink and so I mean it kind of oh. helps it a little bit but I'm just not a fan of this design I get it that it's like kind of resembling the badge and this might bite me in, this might bite me in the ass a little bit later but uh, I just I don't know I'm not a, I, I, I'm, I'm more, I, I guess I'm like more used to the traditional Barcelona look um, yeah it's just it's just and, and it, also to be honest like if, it, if you take that design away it's it's a pretty plain jersey like if you really like, this could honestly, this is honestly a template jersey. Like if you really look at it, there's like, besides the the stripes, it's not really anything else. 
So it's not, this isn't, to me, this is not Nike's best work. Um, and that's just my opinion. But yeah, like I, I just, like I said, but once again, I'm grateful that it's not that light blue and kind of a pinkish red color. So at least there's, it's, it's that, but like, I just not a fan of design. I think it's very plain, which is, I mean, yeah, I get it. Barcelona, like oh, the, the, the blue and red stripes, like, you know, it's always expected. Um, but like it's it still works for them because I mean I feel like if they would have done something different with the collar maybe if they did something with the collar or with the sleeves like not as like the trim like maybe I could have been like oh yeah this is, you know like maybe maybe a white or put like a white collar right there I think I would have liked it a little bit more yeah yeah so uh, to to restate it it's uh, Atletico Bilbao's away Elche's third and Barcelona's home all right. Spencer's. Spencer's got a quite the three of you. Yeah. All right. So, Bullshit. number three. Ralph Betis is away. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I like the, I like the pattern on it. Kappa usually... Yeah, you know, it's not Kappa unless they have like the little like a whole row of just that the logo, like either on your shoulders yeah. or on your on your on your ribs. But yeah, on the side of your ribs. Yeah. But, but honestly though, I can see it. And to me, it looks like it's actually like a dress shirt. Because if you look at the rear at the trimming of the middle, it has the little triangles in the middle. It's like if they were like buttons. Mm-hmm. Like if it's like your button up shirt, you know. Yeah, so I like this jersey. Ralph, okay, I, I think and this season, this season, Ralph Betis does have a, a sponsor. So, okay, okay, and then number two is a a one, two, three, four-way tie. Damn, it's a four-way tie for second. And number two, he has Elche's away jersey. So let's go ahead and, and look at. <laughs> El- I'll chase away. All right, it's just a, it's literally the it's a black jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was starting laughing because I was like, it's literally copy and paste, just all black. I'm, I mean, the black helps. The black helps. So yeah, it does. Okay, Valencia's home kit. Okay, I can see that. Dang, how fast are you scrolling? No, because I I remember seeing that jersey. Oh. Or here, scroll lines of gotta go all the way down. Okay, there we go. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's a it's what you expect from it's Valencia. Typical Valencia, yeah, yeah. I, I do like the the black design on the on the sleeves. Yeah, so really cool. Uh, Rayo Vallecano's entire kit. Oh wow! Wait a wow, Spence. Let's see, it was Rayo Vallecano. And even that, I guess, I guess maybe because the design is so similar on yeah on all no, three of the jerseys. I love this cool. lighting bolt, Umbro. Like props to Umbro, man. You know, I'm still trying to find the El Salvador black jersey. Can't find it anywhere. Okay, what? Which black jersey? Uh, El Salvador black, the, the third kit. That was the navy blue, or was it? Yeah. Well, that's the one I'm trying to find. Okay, hard to find. Nah, yeah, Umbro, you. Yeah, Umbro knocked this out of the park. Mm-hmm. Good job, Rayo Vallecano. That's a good one. And yeah. 
number the last the last one tie for second is Naga's third kid. Naga's Naga. I'm assuming that's the spot the, the the jersey sponsor. Or it could be the sp- the shirt sponsor. So now we gotta we gotta go on a full search for <laughs> Naga. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. Just trying to find anything Naga. that says anything maybe. that says Naga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to find what it is. What in the world is Naga? This he's talking about. Who could he be talking about when he's saying Naga? Oh, I found it. Uh, Sevilla. Sevilla has Naga? Let's see. Jesus. Hey, that's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Ooh, but which one? I like the third kid. Oh, the third kid. The third, the third kid. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Black and red, you can never go wrong. I love, I love the sponsor, the way... It, yeah, the, the fact that they have like the red chili bolt. It's, it's supposed to be an investing app. Yeah, it's it's kinda kinda like a, the sponsor is like, very cool. The, the, the lightning bolt with the with like the, the chili stem. It's, you know, it's Harry Potter, you know, eating a pepper. That's how he got the chili pepper lightning bolt. And then knowing, knowing Spencer Spencer's love for cars, there's the Valvoline. So, yeah. so there you go. It, it checks. It checks everything that Spencer loves. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I I wonder. Okay, I wonder if Spencer is a Valvoline guy. I know people are certain like have like a certain commitment to an oil brand. I don't know Valvoline, uh, Mobile One, sir. Oh, I'm a Pennzoil guy. There we go. Yikes! There we go. <laughs> a house divided. <laughs> and number one, and he says it just like this: Atletico Madrid has me biased for sure. <laughs> but you can't. You gotta say that Atletico Madrid has a pretty good jerseys, man. Yeah, I, mean, I, like, I like it, and it's like the red is kind of like a like a warrior kind of drip red. To be honest, if you look at it. Mm-hmm. Got you thinking like got three hundred vibes on this one. Yeah, like a Spartan vibe kind of to it. Uh, the, the, the third, uh, the third is uh, the third. Third just reminds me of Christmas. So, so, uh, Atlético Madrid is actually celebrating their seventy fifth anniversary. So, so their fourth shirt is a red shirt, but features the highly popular old club logo. So that's the old logo. At, so it's a it's a it's a throwback to uh, the one with the uh, the tree's not in there. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So to restate Spencer's three up, it's Real Betis away kit at number three. Number two is a four way tie between Elche's away kit, Valencia's home kit, Rio Vallecano's all kits, and Sevilla's third kit. And in number one, he has Atletico Madrid. 
All of it. <laughs> all of it. He wants to reiterate. All of it. All of it. All right. So my number three, two jerseys, which taking a page out of Spencer's. Yeah, pretty much. Nah. Okay. Let me just. Uh, so, my number three is actually going to be the, I actually like it, I guess maybe because uh, I like the red, uh, Mallorca, number three, the home Mallorca jersey. Let me, let me see this, let me see this jersey that you speak of. Yeah, you can keep talking if you want. Oh. <laughs> well, the only, the, the, the reason I like this said, is like... You said uh, the Mallorca what? Yeah, home, home jersey. Because of the red. No, I, I was about to say it had to be because of red because I'm not I'm not necessarily feeling this jersey. No. Well, it, it and I, I did watch the my... Way. Honestly, I did watch the Mallorca game uh, one of the, uh, when it was on ESPN Plus and I was like, why are they wearing training tops? Oh, okay, so the reason I guess maybe also is because it kind of reminds you of like the U.S. all red one. It kind of had like the, sim- the similar design, except for the color. Okay, you know, so that's probably why like it called out to me. I was like, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Well, you know? there, there you go, Stuart Holden and Steve Nash. Uh, Edward likes your red <laughs> Hey, that's probably where they got the inspiration from. All right, mm-hmm. so. My number two. You said there was a there was a tie between the two. Oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> so the tie with that one, it's actually the the third Villarreal jersey. Third Villarreal. Why do I feel like it's gonna be a red jersey? Uh, oh okay. All right. See, like this. This is how you come. This is how you commit to the pink. Exactly. No green fucking emblem and shit. This is how you commit to pink. Like if you're gonna go pink, go pink. Like what whatever Getafe was doing, like that's not it. Like this is pink. Like you know that's pink. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I was like, uh, I like it. Okay, it's actually pretty cool. You know, they committed and they paid off. All right, all right. Number two. All right, so my number two is actually my number two is going to have to be the Barcelona, the third jersey. I just like the yellow and the blue. Barcelona third, Barcelona third. As a hyper royal with the varsity maze yellow. So it reminds me of. Uh, to say it, but like Pokemon, Pikachu, and Ash catch them. <laughs> oh, okay. Didn't have it here. That's a that's the application logo. Wow, they really don't have the third kid. Oh, let me see. Oh, it's not out yet. Yeah. Okay. So you're just ex- you're excited for what what is to come. Yeah, but like, just like looking at the color. You think of Pikachu? Pretty much. Okay. 
That one looks pretty cool to me. So, and number one, and number one is actually, um, one, and I guess I'm gonna be biased on this one. It's the Barcelona home. Even like I said, it did grow on me though. Okay, I mean, like I said, what saves it is the fact that it's not that weird light blue and pinkish red color. So I don't know if Nike was like, oh man, we got all this backlash about this. Like let's let's, let's like let's, let's go save ourselves. Oh yeah. All right. So so you had you had a tie between what was it again? Had a tie between um Mallorca. No, they that was my second one, yeah. sorry. No, actually, no, yeah. Mallorca and, and Villarreal. That was yeah. the tie on number three. Um, actually, can I change my can I change my blue Barcelona one? Because I, I think I found a better one. <laughs> okay, what what is it? The third bar, uh, the third Valencia. Okay. Yeah. So, so number two second is place, the- yeah, number two is second place Valencia or third K Valencia, and then number one is Barcelona home jersey. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me let me look at the Valencia jersey. Yes, to see it. Oh, of course, it's the red jersey. <laughs> no, the third. The third jersey. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm gonna. Uh, okay, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> kind of figured you were gonna say that. Yeah. All right, Broski. Now, what's your move? All right. Sorry, right. with my number three. My number three is Barcelona's away jersey. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured since you gave me so much shit. I think I this that. jersey is is perfect. I think it's a it's this is what you want for your away jersey. Like I said, if you're gonna commit to a certain color, commit. To it, and I think they committed perfectly with this light purple, uh, whatever you want, light purple, uh, lavender, whatever you want to say it is. But I love it. I love how they they what they did with the badge. I love that kind of that that glossy look to it. I love how they did that with the with also the Nike swooshes. I believe the Nike swooshes as well. Yeah. Um. I just I think it's it's done. It's clean. Like I said, there's a difference between a plain boring jersey and then a clean simple jersey, and this is. A clean, simple jersey. It's just done right. The details, it's the details that makes it really good. I like that stripe that's going down on the side. Like, yeah, Barcelona, like Nike and Barcelona hit this one out of the park. And I think this jersey actually commemorates, uh, the, the, the women's Champions League team. Oh, okay. So, so a little, cool. little story behind that one. And then my number two is Atletico Madrid's away. Okay. I like I like this jersey. Same thing. Like this is this is what separates a plain boring jersey to something with a clean, simple design, but it works. And that little just that little thing on the that little design on the corner that kind of looks like paint. I mean, I feel like they're committed to that because you see that with the home jersey and now you see that with the away jersey. 
uh, ignore the third jersey. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I like that. I like I like when they, whenever they do the badges like that, when the badges are kind of going with the color of the jersey. So yeah, I like I like the away jersey. And my number one, I mean, should it shouldn't be surprised, Real Madrid's home. Of course, that's yeah, not a surprise at all. And I mean, it's not, not shocking. I'm going to pick Real Madrid. Um, I like I like the jerseys that I'm getting from Real Madrid this season. I like the blue jersey. I like that. I like that aqua that turquoise jersey. I think that might be the one I'm, I'll probably go for. But the white. The only reason why I'm not saying I'm I'm going to go for the white jersey is just because I have all these white Real Madrid jerseys at this point. But what I like about this one, uh, why I like this jersey out of all of them. But like once again, I'm probably going to get the the turquoise one. Is because of the fact that I like the colors that they choose for this one. Obviously, you're going to have your standard white Real Madrid jersey, but I like the blue and the yellow. And the reason why is because obviously they're copying the badge. And this is where I was saying that this is probably going to backfire on me when I, when I was saying about the Barcelona jersey, uh, having Barcelona's home jersey is my number one because Basically, what I'm saying with Real Madrid is the same thing that I said why I didn't like about the Barcelona jersey. <laughs> but it's only because I didn't like the stripe design. But this, I like how the colors, the colors reflect the, the Real Madrid badge. So you, you have the yellow, obviously the yellow from the badge. You have the blue from that, from the, from the stripe that goes across, like goes vertically across the badge. And then of course, uh, the white. So I, I, I like, I, that's what I like about the jersey. Once again, I would totally get this jersey, but the fact that I have so many white Real Madrid jerseys, it's like, you know, kind of want to change things up. I do like the blue jersey, but that turquoise jersey has has my attention. So, yeah, so my three up is Barcelona's away, Atletico Madrid's away, and Real Madrid's home. Okay. All right, so that's the show. Uh, we want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. You can check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com. You'll see some great articles that are being written by the great people at Belly Up. They are the new family for the Unhinged Sports Network. Unhinged is still its its own thing, but it's partnering with Belly Up using the resources of Belly Up. So essentially, if you want to look at it, it's kind of like how... Jordan, it's its own thing, but it's still part of Nike. So there you go. So that's how it is. But yeah, check out uh check out Belly Up Podcast Network. They're really great. They're 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 a great resource. They're just I, I'm I'm gonna stop using resources. They're a great help. They're a great part of the helping us grow. Uh yeah, shout out to to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Of course, shout out to Unhinged Radio, powered by Belly Up. Um, that is what Unhinge is now. It's, it's Radio Unhinge. You can follow them on Twitter at Radio Unhinge. You can check out not only the, the original Unhinge programs like us, Gridiron Gallery, High Lows for a shout out to Kelsey, the J Dash show, Bleacher Connections making their return back into the Unhinge family. Um, sports and things, main event marks, like, you know, those guys, plus some of the great, uh, podcasts that are available at Belly Up have now joined the unhinged radio. Um, so if you guys want to be notified about when we're, when we go on live, which obviously is Fridays at, at, uh, 12 PM Eastern time, um, you can go ahead and follow them on Twitter at radio unhinged. Um, so you know when we're live. 
Also, shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company, ANG Graphics, for the creation of the Instagram name FC logo. Edward loves the logo. I love the logo. Spencer loves the logo. This is the part where Edward says, I love you, Alejandra. I love you, Alejandra. Okay. Yeah, so we love it. Uh, a lot of the guys at Unhinged love our logo. Hopefully, Belly Up loves our logo. I really don't know, but <laughs> they haven't told me. But you can follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, it's at a.g.graphics with an X. So if you guys want maybe a revamp logo or just need a logo in general, go hit up Alejandra so she can take good care of you like she took good care of us. And, of course, we can't do this without him. So shout out to our guy, Roosevelt Spencer, the producer of this show, the guy that makes the beats, the guy that makes the intro, the guy that does everything for us. The namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. Unofficially, unoffic- unofficially, officially sponsored by Chick-fil-A. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, you know, if you guys love our intro, you guys love our outro, go ahead and hit him up on Instagram at that guy dope. I will continue to keep saying this. If you guys are trying to create a podcast, or you guys are trying to create a YouTube channel or anything, if you have, you're trying to work on an intro and outro, it's important and imperative that you have your own original beat because if you try to take a shot and try to use some popular song, maybe not even a song popular in general, but just using some song from another artist, you're going to end up eventually dealing with some copyright issues. So why don't you just avoid the copyright issues and have Spencer create an original beat for you. So once again, it's follow him on Twitter and hit him up on on, on Twitter, on Instagram. Jesus Christ. I need, I need some swift lifestyles. <laughs> so you can follow him on Instagram and hit him up on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, that guy dope. So that is the show, guys. That is episode 52. Once again, shout out to, uh, after extra time podcast, um, which once again, I was, I was, I, I got the honor of being a part of. So once again, uh, shout out to them. Uh, thanks for having me there. And, uh, Hopefully we can keep growing and, and with you guys and hopefully you guys get to grow some as well. But yeah, so shout out to them. Thank you for having me on your podcast. And uh, here's here's another shout out for you guys. Once again, we'll we'll give you guys obviously a shout out on our social media as well. But um, but yeah, man, thanks thanks for listening. Catch us next week for episode 53, our one year anniversary episode. And of course, we're gonna be previewing the Champions League. Yep. So take care, guys.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.